0: Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. It is launch week for becoming mom strong. Today is Friday, September 22nd, and today we're going to talk about the term sola scriptura. Stick around, I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so you guys know that I had just released a book. And I've been crying a lot about it. I'm not going to lie. There's something really uh, emotional about putting all that energy and effort into something and believing so much in a vision and seeing so many people be um, encouraged. And like I said a long time ago, I'm not interested in just writing a book. Anybody can write a book. I wanna start a movement of uh, influencers, who people who have influence in the lives of children, starting with mothers, back to the authority of the word of God because there's strength in it. And I want you to be encouraged that God is going to give you everything you need, everything to train and equip this generation of children so that they can have an impact on the next generation. On Wednesday's podcast, which I did uh, live on launch day, I talked a little bit about uh, this idea of generational parenting—that we are called to do more than just parent one generation. The Bible says we have influence. Obviously, we're we're chiefly responsible for our own children, but it doesn't stop there, right? We have responsibility to influence another generation, and it's important for us to really wrap our minds around this because it means that we don't let to let we don't let our guard down. Rather than let our guard down, we want to grow in what God has asked us to do. So I'm going to encourage you today as we talk about this idea of uh, the authority of scripture, to be thinking about what it is that God is doing in your life right now. Are you growing? This is a question that every single one of us needs to be asking ourselves. I ask myself this question all the time. And there are days when I I think, you know, yeah, that didn't go so well, or that was a bad day, or okay, uh, I'm going to have to go back and and talk to the Lord about that, or ask for forgiveness for my from my children, or from my husband, or whatever. But it does. But what we want to do is not get stuck. And so uh, when I ended on Wednesday, I was telling you that I'm going to come back and talk about some of the things that uh, that trip us up, and why God is saying that we are called to grow, no matter what the circumstances are that we came from. And I think we we are looking at a generation of of Christians who are easily offended. And I spoke about the snare of offense a couple of weeks ago, and I wrote about this in becoming MomStrong as well. The Bible says that offense is literally a snare. The Greek word for offense is scandalon, which is the part of a of a trap where bait is hung. So think about that for just a minute, and think about all the people that that we see in uh, in the public eye right now, and on social media, and on the news who are living their lives in a constant state of offense. We're offended over everything. We're offended over the election. We're offended because Robert E. Lee's statue is still standing in Robert E. Lee Square. We're offended over everything. And while we're being offended, which by the way, I think is a smokescreen for the devil, while we're being offended, people like Kate Brown, the governor of Oregon, are quietly passing the most egregious abortion bill in the history of our nation. But we're too busy to notice that. We're too busy we're too busy being offended to notice that there's actually the murder of innocent people continuing to grow and expand. And so I want to encourage you today, no matter where you come from, and I ended the podcast a little bit uh, talking about this on Wednesday, talking about backgrounds like some of us come from a, a background of abuse some of us have been through divorce, or our parents were divorced and it had a a horrible influence on our life. And rather than um, seek the Lord and say, Father, can you bring me healing? I wanna grow out of this. Rather than grow into victory, we become victims. And we sort of live in this victim mentality, which by the way, is kind of where offense comes from. This victim mentality. People who are constantly offended are also constantly being victimized in their own mind. I saw, uh, and I'm not even gonna uh, dwell on this today, but because I just... Part of me thinks it isn't even true, but I saw something come across social media several days ago that Hobby Lobby was being attacked because some of their fall decorations include cotton. And people were like, you know, my great, great, great grandfather or whatever was uh, had to pick cotton because he was a slave. And I'm offended that you really is that the best we can do because you better stop wearing your cotton shirt and get rid of your cotton sheets. And for crying out loud, you're going to have to whittle down your closet to next to nothing. I mean, a polyester is really not even that comfortable when it's hot outside but we are called to stop living in this constant victim mentality and constantly being offended and grow no matter what so i want to encourage you stop wallowing and start winning start growing because often it's these types of circumstances abuse and persecution accidents failures uh, rejection bankruptcy sin that we've had a hard time getting a hold of in our lives often it's these kinds of circumstances that the devil uses to quiet our witness And the first people that we witness to are our children, and they're the ones that see us up close and personal, right? They see what we're going through. And it's easy for us to become self-consumed instead of gospel-consumed. And I wanna encourage you today to a place of becoming gospel-consumed. God wants to use you no matter what you have been through for his glory, for the kingdom. Listen to what the apostle Paul said when he was speaking to the Philippines in chapter one, verses 12 to 18. Now I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. I'm gonna stop right there. Because it took me a long time to realize that what happened to me in my life, the things that were so difficult in my life, the things that I wrestled through and wondered, does God really love me? And why am I here? And why is he allowing? How many of you have asked that question? God, why, why have you allowed this to happen? Paul's been through a lot. And he's looking back at some of the things that have happened to him, not the least of which have been complete persecution. And he's saying, I'm, I looked, I'm seeing that now what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. Listen, the person who's most likely to be able to minister to a woman who is suffering from breast cancer isn't a person who's never experienced breast cancer. It's a person who's experienced the ravages of cancer and lived to tell about it and can say, I walked through this. Or a person who walked through the breast cancer of their mother or their best friend, and maybe their mother or their best friend didn't live, but they felt the comfort and nearness of God and experienced the peace that passes understanding. We don't get to to bear witness to those things to advance the gospel unless we go through them. So Paul goes on to saying, as a result It's become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Because of my chains, most of the brothers in the Lord have been encouraged to speak the word of God more courageously and fearlessly. Wow. So why? So check it out. Paul's saying because of his chains, people around him are being encouraged to speak the word of God more courageously and fearlessly. What chains have you been in? What, do you, what kinds of circumstances came in your life that the devil intended for evil, but God wants to use for good? That God wants to say, hey, I'm right here. I never left you. I'll never forsake you. Let me help you. I'm gonna turn what feels like victimiz- victimization right now in your life into victory. I'm gonna continue with uh, the Apostle Paul in Philippians 1. It's true that some p- preach Christ out of envy and rivalry but others out of goodwill. The latter do so in love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, but supposing they can stir up trouble for me while I'm in change. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. That's the Apostle Paul. Paul saying you have reason to rejoice no matter what you're going through that God wants to use it for your glo- for his glory and I want to encourage you grown-ups listen up grow into influence God has given you influence first in the lives of your children some of you listening to this don't have children but I'm telling you what I guarantee you you have influence in the life of somebody else and our children are the primary uh, responsibility of parents, but we also have a responsibility to bear witness to the healing power of Christ in our own life. We've been called to be disciples and to pass on the truth of the Word of God to the next generation. Every believer is called to be a gospel pioneer as well as a student of the Word. This is part of the reason why I wanted to write Becoming MomStrong. And I will I'll remember sitting down uh, with uh, the publisher, with my publisher, with Tyndale. And just pouring my heart out to them in a meeting and saying, listen, I don't, I don't want to write another mommy blogger book. I think we got enough of those. Not that they're bad, but I want to encourage women back to a place of being gospel pioneers and students of the word, because we are all missionaries, whether, whether, our, whether our witness is good or whether it isn't, we're being a missionary every day. We're speaking of the goodness and the mercy of God, or we're not speaking of it. But either way, our lives have a message to them. And all of you who have influence, and in whatever context God has placed you, whether that's as a student, as a teacher, as a businessman, as a mother, or some other profession, wherever God has placed you, He has placed you there to be a witness. Matthew 28, 11, and 19 reminds us uh, of our importance, of of the importance of Sharing and stewarding the message of the gospel. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So we are called to make disciples, to be pioneers, to be mature, which is why I was saying, listen, grown ups, grow up to be mature witnesses who spread the gospel to places where people have never heard of it. And if we're honest, many of us will admit to struggling with witnessing. I will, right? We fear being rejected. We fear being incompetent in our, in our uh, presentation of the gospel. And I feel like the enemy wants to use that insecurity to kind of whisper a lie in our ear and say, you can't really do that. You're not. Somebody else can do it better. You, you just be quiet and do your own thing. And this is the heart of becoming mom strong. I want to just shout a word out to you and say, listen, don't let the enemy lie to you about your influence. The enemy wouldn't be concerned with you if he didn't think that you were going to have influence, if he didn't think you were going to make a difference in somebody's life. So let's come back to this term really quickly of sola scriptura, because the term means uh, the Bible alone. And it's a short phrase that reminds us of a simple truth. And I talk about this uh, in the Becoming MomStrong Bible study, in the companion to uh, Becoming MomStrong. If you haven't thought about starting a Becoming MomStrong group in your church Um, We're starting uh, the second week in October with a Bible study that we're gonna be doing with uh, groups all around the world. And I'm gonna just encourage you to invite a neighbor, invite a friend and and start a Bible study group, do something in your home. Uh, Let's start a movement of women back to the word of God. And so we talk about uh, trusting the authority of scripture in the MomStrong uh, Bible study. And I talk about it a little bit because this, this phrase, a sola scriptura, reminds us of a very simple truth, that for Christians, the Bible is the final authority on all matters of faith and morality, all matters. And you're gonna hear Christians that will tell you, well, yeah, the Bible says that, but God doesn't really care about that, or God doesn't understand that the culture has changed. God does understand. It's his world, he created it. He made, he made uh, guidelines for us, he loves us. The Bible says that God loved us so much that he sent his son, he totally gets us right? And as we, as, we, um, as we grow in our parenting, I want you to come quickly to the most important quality of becoming mom strong, which is an unshakable trust in the authority of scripture. We have to have a resolute faith in raising our children because raising the children that God has given to us is the most important job that we'll ever have. On the day that uh, becoming mom strong released Uh, It was the fourth. So this last Tuesday, the 19th, was the fourth birthday of my first grandson, Noah. And I woke up thinking about Noah that morning because I realized that that was the day on the 14th, uh, that was the day, that Tuesday, the 19th of September, that was the day that I realized that all of the things that I've been doing with my daughter, the things that felt insignificant, the things that felt unseen, and mundane, the things that made me feel unnoticed and unimportant for so many years were really the most important thing that I could be doing, which was training the mother of that beautiful little boy in righteousness. And I ended Monday's podcast by uh, reading the epilogue of Becoming Mom Strong, which just talks about the moment that you realize, oh my goodness, all this work, all this energy I've been pouring into this child, so that this, so that this child can have influence. On another child. And I am so grateful for God's sustaining grace in mothering, grateful for uh, the Lord giving me an opportunity to influence and love seven children and raise them for the glory of God. And it's not easy. I had dinner with my, uh, my friend Melissa the night. We were talking about you know what I, the, the, the parting comment that I often give to my children when they leave my home or when they graduate from our homeschool. And I usually, I'm joking with them, of course, but I'll say, you know thanks for playing. I have a lovely parting gift for you because my kids were there. They saw the mistakes I made. They saw the up close and personal. They saw the good, the bad, and the ugly. And God has done an incredible thing in giving us influence in the lives of these precious human beings. And they are the next generation and the generation after that and the generation not yet born that Asaph is referring to in the Psalms. And we have an incredible responsibility. And if we don't trust in the authority of Scripture and we don't come back to the, to the, um, to the rock solid truth that we find in the Word of God, then what happens is we put worldly wisdom in the void. That's what fills the void. And that's what we see happening in churches all around the country right now. And so I want you to be thinking about how it could change your perspective on parenting just by the realization that your children belong to God. God is trusting us to raise his children. They're really not ours. They're on loan to us from the creator. And our job is to train these precious children to hear hear the still small voice of God above all the other voices that are going to compete for their attention, both today and in the years to come. That really is the responsibility and the preciousness of parenting. It's found in that simple truth that our children are alone to us from the Lord, and we want to teach them that they have been created on purpose with a purpose, and we can't do that unless it's dug down deep into our hearts. So I hope you guys are excited about what God is doing. I am excited about what the Lord is doing in this generation. And I know that he is still uh, moving. He is still active. I see it every day around me. And I wanna just encourage you, join me in Becoming MomStrong. If you haven't yet picked up a copy of the book, it's in bookstores everywhere. You can pick it up from your local uh, bookseller. If you're interested in becoming a group leader or hosting a MomStrong Bible study in your church, uh, I will link back to that information today at the show notes. And if you've got questions or a show idea, please email us. Podcast at thebusymom.com. I'm gonna be traveling for the month of October and the first week of November. The first place I'll be going with the Mom Strong Conference is Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, I'm not gonna to lie to you guys, I've been so busy with the book launch that I haven't done a lot of promotion for these events. And so it would help me greatly, it would bless me tremendously if you would share these events on social media, email them to your friends, invite your friends and neighbors to come. I promise you, these are weekends that will change your life. Uh, It's gonna draw you closer into right relationship with the Lord, remind you of who you are in him and help suit you up for the battle uh, that you're fighting in the culture right now. So uh, MomStrong North Carolina is happening on November, I'm sorry, it's happening on October 6th and 7th. And then I'll be in Tulsa, October 27th and 28th. And then I will be in Kansas City for MomStrong on November 3rd and 4th. So I love it if you would uh, share these events with your friends. Uh, Tickets are just $39.95, and uh, we are gonna have an incredible uh, evening. It's a Friday night and a Saturday, and I promise you, you're gonna be blessed. It's gonna change your life. So I hope you guys will come out for MomStrong uh, happening all throughout the month of October and the first weekend of November. And the other thing that I wanna quickly ask you to do before I leave today is if you have not yet left a review for this podcast over at iTunes, I would love it if you would do that, hop on over. You gotta do it in the store, in the iTunes store, click on the Busy Mom podcast, click on the gear shift, and it will allow you uh, to leave a review. Of course, we always appreciate it when you share this podcast with your friends and encourage them in their walk with God. I hope you guys have a great weekend, everybody. Spend some time with your kids this weekend. Talk to them about... Uh, what God's doing in your life and then watch and see your kids are gonna grow as you grow. Thanks for listening and I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.